is it every Monday we do this? And I and I always say it's been the longest week, and it's Monday. <laughs> it's, I swear to God, it's been the longest week. <laughs> it's so True. bad. It has been. I'm just. I feel like like this year has just been like the longest year. What movie was it? There was a movie that came out where the guy was like, "Every day is the worst day of my life," and the guy's like. So literally every day is like worse than the day before it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, dude, that's messed up. Oh, what was that? That was a recent one, wasn't it? <laughs> Recent-ish. That sounds familiar. I can't remember what movie it was. I just remember that particular little bit for. Yeah. He says like, someone Google that. Yeah. He says like every day is the, the worst day of my life. And then I wake up and then that day is the, the, the worst day. That sounds about right. It's not office space, is it? No, it's like 20 no. years old. Hmm. Um, no, it's funny because like yeah, people are posting online like oh I'm 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 losing weight during the quarantine. I'm like fuck you, like <laughs> good good for you. I'm, but I'm, I'm still a fat. Ass. I'm eating my weight in snacks. Does that count? Yeah, I'm still that's, eating. That's the ones I've been seeing. Yeah, I've seen like the modes of quarantine and it's like taking a nap and eating and yeah. Well, because I ha, I'm ha, I'm still it going was to it was it was office space. Mister, it? it was recent. You old fuck. Well, it's not recent. That's from the 90s. It is literally from the 90s. You said it was something recent, and I said it was Office Space. You considered right. Office Space a recent movie. Well, again, I'm I'm old. It's when he goes to see the therapist, and he's like, that's every right. day is yeah. the worst day of my life, and he, he like clarifies it. He's like, that's messed up. And you're like, you're my therapist. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds about right. That is a great movie with a lot of quotables. It is a Everybody have a case of the Mondays? Any case of the Mondays? Case of the Mondays? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to come in and work on those T- TPS reports. TPS reports. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, after that dreariness and, oh, God, I swear to God, with the fucking It's It wrapper. I, I hope you choke on the damn thing. It's, it's, it's either ice or it's that. We are running a high-quality podcast here, sir. High quality. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're gonna have a segment: the nurses, the noises of nerd trick. <laughs> what are we like? Phil sighing, Phil groaning, <sighs> Jeff sighing. What are we? Ninety years rappers. old, and it's like, which body part is now passing gas? What is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast today. I'm sorry for that. That was three minutes that no one will ever get back. Ever get back. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, I'm Jeff. I'm here with Phil. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Delay. And David. Oh my Hi. God, I'm gonna choke him out. I will drive to your home, and I will. I I have a certain set of skills. You can't. We're in quarantine. You know that I'm a nurse, and I I literally leave my house every day. I have a pass. Anyways, <laughs> I got my uh, whole pass. No, literally, I, on the back of my ID card, it says like, uh, you know, uh, two uh, 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 law enforcement. Says, no, it says like two <laughs> law enforcement. I am a nurse. I have authority to go to mm. a place. It's probably not <laughs> even effective. I, I don't have the Respect my authority. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn it. <laughs> Um, God, we are old. We are old white people. Um, today we're talking about 
Star Trek TOS season three, episode seven day of the dove. Um, this was original air date, November 1st, 1968. I, I'm so confused by their titles. Yeah. Like, or mm-hmm. they they try to be very kind of either like you know a reference to like literature or philosophical. Like if someone walked up to me and said, "Oh, have you seen Star Trek: Day of the Dove?" I'd be like, "I don't know what that is." Yeah, they're like, yep. "Okay," but Even if you say, "Hey, did it you, today," it's it's kind of like <laughs> friends. It's like, "Oh yeah, it was the one where the Klingons and the Enterprise got trapped in space together." It's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I'd be like, oh, I know what that is." Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I I enjoyed this one. I have some issues with the Klingons and the makeup, which is just all of TOS and the Klingons and the makeup. Um, I enjoyed the plot of it. It was interesting about, but it was, but which we'll get into. So this was kind of a mixed bag for me. I, you know, middle of the road. Uh, it was fine. Um, Dave, what's your prelim take on this one? Well, the makeup didn't bother me as much in this one as it has with the Klingons before, because it was being trying to be a little more distinct before they just had like slightly darker skin. And then this, they were like, we're going full tropic thunder, man. Boom. That's basically <laughs> what it is. So it, it, it had a little bit more of a look to the Klingons that, you know, from the later ones, but obviously in the later series, they didn't paint people. They, they used people who There's naturally no have that look. skin tone. It's, yeah. it's closer. It, go well, look at the Klingons from season one. Well, and and they actually went to an almost black shade of skin, like it was really really dark. They, but I guess I'm only it's, thinking of it's blackface. It's they. It's like they just threw like it's it's like soot. It's like in Mary Poppins where they threw where uh, uh, Dick Van Dyke is like a, a chimney sweep and he's got soot on him. It's it looks like that. Mm, that's true. At least to me, it does. Boy, yeah. Oh, it's Mary Poppins on the Enterprise. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's chim, like. Chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, tree. <laughs> Down the transporter. This <laughs> filthy. All right. Um, oh. I don't know. I, but there was other stuff that bugged me. I mean, basically, like the whole... It's very interesting. With the season three ones, I see them going for what I think are better concepts. They're just executing them incredibly poorly. Uh, so this did one, you like, watch the last episode? Yes, I did. <laughs> I gave I, last week, quote unquote. Yeah. Quote unquote. Go watch our Spectre of the Gun episode or listen to our Spectre of the Gun episode. I do talk about what I consider the positives of that one to be. <laughs> um but kind of this one, like I almost like the anger vampire better than I liked the salt vampire. Like the whole kind of like oh, I'm a kind of like that. I'm an yeah. arms dealer to suck on the emotions of people. Can I make a Green Lantern reference? I am in. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Was that an Imagine Dragon song or Fall Out Boy song? Oh. Fall Out Boy song. I am an oh, arms a... dealer. All right. Sorry. Yes. Same make your make your Green Lantern reference. Damn arms race. No, because that's that's a very <laughs> Green Lantern thing. Is the idea that emotions power or feed creatures, and each core is based off of a different emotion, and it's the emotions put out in the world that are collected and used for their ring powers. So. Like I, it's I can see what they were going for, but then when you actually watch the episode, it's such a steaming pile of shit. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and so I want to like I it for what I see bad. its potential to be. I I thought this one was way worse than the last one. Really? And the last the last one was not great. <laughs> like, 
Wow. All right. Next, Phil. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, while this episode sucked, it was still way better than the last one. Yes. Um. Yeah, Klingons in blackface. Not too much of a fan. Um, apparently there's now a special button on communicators that let you know when you're like under duress. That was interesting to see. I like that. Apparently, apparently if you're a Klingon female, you can wear silver eyeliner stuff in addition to your black (laughs) face to, to to make it more known that you're female. I don't know. And, uh, and Kirk likes a really good slap on the back from, uh, from Kang. So there you go. So is this the only time, or have they ever in Star Trek had somebody intentionally be trapped in a transporter unit, in like, quote unquote, indefinitely, like they did in this? In stasis like that, yeah, they've done it before. Oh yeah. Because while the, I mean, the concept kind of makes sense, I just didn't think it was something they ever did. I know there's ones with like accidents where they get like set in the computer or whatever, but I didn't think. It yeah. Was something occasionally different. they'll do that if they need security or to disarm people. Or to neutralize guns, or to yeah. hey, the biofilters picked up some weird thing, and they'll keep them in suspension while the biofilter filters out whatever bad stuff is in them. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I did or, not there's know the, that. or there's the one episode with Scotty where he's like puts himself in suspended for in the transporter like for years. 70 years or whatever. Yeah, that was yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, relics. Yeah, yeah, that's how we end up with Scotty on the Enterprise D. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. There's. I. I like the plot of it. I thought it was an interesting plot, especially when they're trying to bring in the Klingons and and you know. But it was just I, the 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 makeup distracted me the entire time. It just did. I couldn't help it. Uh, it was just bothering me. But that's me. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know, um, I just, like, what? It, it's one, like, in the last, so, for instance, last episode, they at least tried to kind of follow logic. They were a little slow on the train, but they tried to follow it, especially Spock. This one, they were like, oh, they couldn't possibly have done this. Well, we hate them. They must have done it. Like, okay, like, you're <laughs> trying to follow logic. Realize you're being played. Especially with the number of times they've now come into contact with, like, nearly infinite power beings and stuff. You'd think mm-hmm. it'd almost be their go-to. Like, it doesn't make sense. All right, something's around here. Like, <laughs> well, but it kind of does because Kirk already, it's, they they do have an, uh, I wouldn't say hatred, but they but they have a bias towards them yeah. because they are the enemy. So it's like, you know, I, I think at first they're kind of like, oh yeah, maybe they did it. Maybe they have some weapon or something that they're, 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 they're doing. So they think it's like that it is something that's not just some weird shit. But yeah, Which there's for the a point. The first ten minutes or so is fine, but like when the phasers all turn into swords, I'm like, guys, come on. Yeah, that was like, my. Uh-huh. Yeah, the whole like, armory oh, turns into ancient medieval weaponry. Yeah, swords and. Yeah, uh, they were like, oh, the Klingons have this technology now. I'm like, what? no, no, they don't. No, they don't fucking don't. No. Why would they do that? It's like, why would they turn it? Why would they turn it into swords? Why wouldn't they give themselves the advantage and make something better and like? Yeah. And they they do say that, but yeah, it was a little weird. Like, no, we just come on, use your common sense. Yeah, come on, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this one, um, the Enterprise is en route to a planet because they hear a distress call at Beta Twelve yeah. Alpha X One One Dash A. Beta X Eleven A. X Eleven A. They beam down 
Um, yeah, it's Kirk McCoy checkoff and a red shirt, which I, I, I instantly was like, oh my God, this poor, poor red shirt. Oh yeah. Oh, can we get open my kill tracker? Hold on. <laughs> no, no one dies. He doesn't no, die. He doesn't die. No. Oh, I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. Oh, and no one died in the last episode either. So yeah, no. Yeah, as soon as I saw that weird red shirt, I'm like, oh, a no name red shirt character beaming down with the away team. Hmm, I wonder what's gonna happen here. <laughs> Thought for yep. sure we were gonna get at least one. I know. I'm sorry, bastards. Man. I'm sorry. No. It's it's coming up. I'm I'm sure they'll Fine. they'll kill more. Oh, I hope they'll... we make up for it because we're numbers are going down, 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 just like the stock market. <laughs> Damn, vicious. For <laughs> the price so of they... oil today. Ohio. <laughs> I think it's in the negatives. I did. Yeah. Uh, um, I got okay, gas so, the other day and it was like forty bucks to fill my tank. It was amazing. No. It's like it's the nineties. Almost. No. Um okay, so they beam down. They so they think that the the Klingons are attacking them. Um a Klingon ship approaches the uh, the Enterprise um while they're on the planet, and then the Klingons beam down, and this fucking Klingon just walk ups and like Cold cocks Kirk like with a gun. He just hits him, just cracks him, yeah. <laughs> just walks right up. No security. He's just like boom, hits him. I'm like, oh, like Kirk, was Kirk talking about his mama or what? Probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the the premise of this is basically then. So the rest of the episode is, um, the Klingons get aboard the uh, the Enterprise, um, all even the ones from the ship, and then there's a, a a fight back and forth of control of the Enterprise while this mysterious glowing orb. Um, we start to see weird shit happen, like the phasers turn to like old swords. Um, everyone starts to get like super angry. Uh, Chekhov starts to say like, "Oh, the, I I hate the Klingons because they killed my my brother." We learn that he's never had a brother. Chekhov's an only mm-hmm. child. So like weird shit's happening, um, but then yeah, so they're like they get angrier and angrier, and we see that like something's feeding, like something's either controlling them or feeding off them. So that's kind of what we see. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was cool is when, okay, let's just talk about the whole Klingon thing. So obviously, okay, I'm I'm gonna give TOS a pass for the whole makeup. It's the '60s; they don't have a lot of makeup budget. But the Klingons, especially in this one, are just bad. They're basically in blackface. Um, even there's like there's one f- or there's a couple females, but the one talking female, um, it's like a smattering of like soot. I swear it just looks like they're like let's just dirty her, her up. Yeah. Um, and the makeup is just horrible. It's it's and I I don't know I, I don't think they're intending to to be racist, but it just it looks it looks racist. And um, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Mm, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, I get they're trying to create a different species, but but you don't have to make them in blackface. Yeah, because even into the Trek films and later stuff, Klingons there's 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 white Klingons, there's black Klingons, there's albino Klingons, like. Like these are a mix of like weird, you know, Fu Manchu facial hair and just like dirt on their face. Yeah, the the one that speaks Mara, she's a yeah. character in the Star Trek uh, timelines mobile game that I play. Okay. And even in that, her face is I, they've lightened her up so and evened out her skin tone a little bit, so she looks more like I don't know, I don't even know what you'd call her if you guys can even see that. Mm, it's a little grainy. 
Yeah. Like they just but look dirty. They just like, look like eh. Yeah. I mean I I get it, but I don't get it. I just I don't know. I just wish a bit more effort would have been into it than instead of just them being like, let's just make them look darker. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Which is, which is weird because I and like I said, I don't think that's the intention. But if you're a casual viewer and they go, oh look, it's the white Captain Kirk against a whole dark species that is you know warlike, especially in the '60s, that does have a certain tone to it. Yeah, it makes you think. That's for sure. Eh. So, anyways. Um, so a couple of things that I did like about this is like, so yeah, um, the Klingons want Kirk to go to transport them to the enterprise. Kirk hits a button that is like a warning, like, Oh, Hey, I'm doing this under a duress. No. So they beam them aboard, but they hold the Klingons in the, uh, the transporter system. So they can like deactivate their, their weapons and get, get, uh, uh security there, which I, security. I was cool. I like that. Yeah, and then Kang got all pissed off about it. Of course. Yep. Of course. And like, oh, you said no tricks. He's like, okay. Yeah. I said Google once before. we get to the ship. Yeah. Uh-huh. Didn't say anything about transporter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they take them. They hold them. There's what, like a good... There's there's a little bit of them. Like 100 of them? 40. 50? There's like 50 Klingons. Two? I don't know. Two? At, one yeah, point, I think... at one point, they said they were evenly matched. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they but, end up locking all the other people out of the bulkheads and such. But, yeah. yeah. So, so obviously the crew of the Enterprise is about 400 or so. At one point, all the bulkheads lock down, so there's only like maybe like 38 or 40 crew left, which is like Kirk and all, all the senior staff, and then against all the Klingons. And they even make a comment saying, "Oh, we're exactly evenly matched," which is what what the alien wants. Yeah, which was really odd. Yeah, I guess like, to oh, maintain the hate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, so basically, it fed off of it fed off of the energy of their like hate and stuff. So it was trying to create a situation in which there was the most give him, a, which is funny because the only out. person he gives a dead family member to is Chekhov. I'm Chekhov. like, if you can screw people's heads like that, and that's your ultimate goal, wouldn't they all think like this other side killed their wife or their kid or? Yeah, massacred a baby or something like that like you could get a lot of hate out of people that way mm-hmm. yeah. instead it's like we're gonna use thorns like, oh, oh, okay s words and, and make everybody heal really fast well i think the reason it did that is because again this this alien which feeds so it's like a ball of light it feeds off of like fear and anger and it wants to so it wants a long meal so if everyone kills everyone off, then its meal is gone. But it's like if it heals people and makes their weapons evenly matched like with swords and not phasers, then it can last longer and it gets a longer meal. I think that's kind of what it was going for, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. If you're really trying to do that, you'd think you'd want to stoke the fire. If you're able to give people dead relatives killed by the other side, why not do that to, like, everybody? Oh, yeah. That would be a good trigger for everybody. I get the rest of it. Like, oh, let's tote down the sword. Swords are more personal. They're more face-to-face, more effort required. And then everybody, like, Everybody's just trying yeah. to constantly get vengeance for their dead relative. Right. Yeah. My third cousin, damn you. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of like, have, have you, there's a new movie that came out called Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Have you guys seen that oh, one? Jeez. No. Can't say I have. No. So, spoiler to all the <laughs> listeners, if Bloodshot is a big thing for you, go for it. But it's based on a comic, and it's, it's about a, it's about a guy 
who every he wakes up and he realizes like he thinks his wife has been tortured and he goes and he kills the dude responsible for torturing his wife and killing his wife and then you find out that right after that finishes they like deactivate him bring him back to a lab reset him and give him another memory where a different guy killed his wife and they send him out again and every time it's a vendetta Uh, to like take out a target of assassins to make it personal so he's motivated Yep, and they literally mm-hmm. have it down to almost like a Truman Show type thing where they know what he's going to say and do and how to send him out the best and, like, keep him on target and stuff Stay like that. Stay on so target. That, I Stay I would on think target. <laughs> ah, the Star Wars references. Booyah! Use the force, <laughs> Jeff. Let go, Jeff. <laughs> I have to throw one in. Let it go. Let it go. No. That would have been last episode. Let go of the bullets. They can't hurt you. <laughs> the bullets are in your mind, Neo. Use the force, Kirk. <laughs> so, okay. Um. Oh, and then doesn't it take over? This alien takes over the ship and they just like speed off somewhere too. Doesn't it do that? They start going like galaxy to galaxy at warp nine. And Scotty's yeah. like, we're just a They're projectile. Just flinging across the galaxy. Yeah. Apparently it's super easy to hack into the enterprise. Apparently. Yeah. Security systems are not high priority around there. Terrible. Their, their, like pre- their firewall is terrible. It's like pre DOS, <laughs> man. Just <laughs> pre DOS. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Kirk goes in and confronts them. They get into a sword fight, and then even with Spock, they kind of they, they kind of do logic it out. Like Kirk says, oh, the, the Klingons can do this, and, and Spock goes, well, if it was the Klingons, why did he give both of us swords? He's like, it should have just been them. Yeah. So yeah. there is some logic there, but even this, this alien gets to, like Spock, too, he starts to freak out um, or get more more angry. Because he... Uh, yeah, at least he's half human. Uh, Scotty Ray... Their explanation is either because Vulcan or because human. Yeah. They start to get more injuries, but all the injuries get healed. So, okay, here's here's a question for you guys. So, okay, to me, the word casualty has always meant someone that's died. But I know throughout Trek and other things, casual just mean, t- t- uh, to them means either someone who has died and or been injured. Yeah, your casualties are typically your injured people, not necessarily casual, dead. Yeah, I always understood it to be dead. Like, your casualties is the number of people killed in a conflict or something. That was always me, too, is that mm-hmm. dead people. But they use casualties as, as injured. So they do get some casualties in this one, but they all get, get healed. And even McCoy is like... Everyone's healing at a super rate. Like, it's weird. Because they need, like, yeah. you know, fighting forces. No, absolutely. And I think, yeah. if I remember correctly, I don't remember what the other episode was, but isn't this the second time that, like, something has said something and they all hear it in their native language? Because I remember um, Uhura was, before, the gun. was, was like, in Swahili. Mm-hmm. That was the episode that we just did. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> These did meld together in my brain a little bit. So yep. I won't lie. They they do. You know. Crap. Um all right. So yeah, Scotty goes to the armory. The armory is like full of like, you know, maces and swords. He finds like a cool Scottish sword which has like a tassel on it, which he was yeah. super He this was is what, very excited. <laughs> he was so This is why I love Scotty cuz he gets so excited about like Scottish things or like oh, drinking. Oh, you're a mute. <laughs> he gets so happy. <laughs> Um, I like that. So they, 
there's this whole fight in engineering where I swear to God, they just, they, they literally just like fucking jump at each other. Yep. You just like, I'm going to lunge my entire body at you. Which it's a is very a, Kirk style fight, but all of them are Kirk's. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, Starfleet mm-hmm. foo. And there's like karate chops and it's just, much, it's much lunging and karate chops. Yep. It is uh, at least one good two handed fist hit. Like just, <laughs> Oh, Absolutely. It's just it, the whole fight is just funny. Um, yeah, they do that. They get more angry. Uh, um, they, they turn off life support. Scotty freaks out, calls you know Spock like a you know the standard half breed, which is what mm-hmm. you do when you're you know a freak. distraught apparently. Yeah, he calls him a freak. freak. It was a little yeah. scary. Like I was a little taken aback by that. I was like, that's that's a little harsh. Wow. F word. The F word. <laughs> Um, what happens? Oh, I did like how Kirk or Chekhov gets either hurt or killed or whatever, and Kirk just fucking picks him up like a baby and carries him. <laughs> carries him. <laughs> that was amazing. It was like it was so okay. fatherly of him. Yeah. Come along, little one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they discover the female Klingon and they try and convince her. They see the alien that it's feeding off the the thing, so she tries to convince the other Klingons, and basically they like, hey, let's just work together, let's you know have a peace and piss this alien off so that it leaves, so that it can't feed off of us. Which is but so they end up the whole thing just like they're just laughing next to each other, like they're you know drunk at a pub. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Yep, yeah, it was kind of a left turn. I mean, and that is a typical plot thing. Like, let's work together to defeat the other asshole. Um, like, yeah. Because <laughs> other thing. The asshole of my asshole is my asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they do that, and then that's how it ends. Like, there's no... They're not like, we're going to take you back to the Klingon Empire or, like, a prisoner exchange. I don't... They just It's just them laughing at this alien in engineering, and it just disappears. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Like, of course. <laughs> so, I mean, it was interesting. I, I like that we get to see more of the Federation versus Klingon because obviously that's a whole storyline. That's the plot of, you know, Star Trek six. Um, so I like I, I like that we see that and Kirk's because if, if you watch a lot of the Trek, the, the Trek films, especially going into Star Trek six, we learn about Kirk's ha- hatred and distrust of the Klingons. And a lot of this, you know, feeds into it. So yeah, definitely. And I mean, up until now they've used the Romulans as really the main antagonists for them all. They've barely touched the Klingons. So I can see why they would use them a bit more in season three. And I do kind of see why like Star Trek next generation was like, all right, we're going to make them kind of the main, at least in the beginning, right? You guys have mentioned that. Cause what, for TNG? That, that's, yeah, TNG really started off with like the Klingons being the bad guys in the beginning, no. didn't they? No. No, no. so uh, TNG is about 90 to, to 100 years after TOS. By that time, you know, Worf, uh, there's a peace been, been brokered. Um, they're at peace with them. So we have not seen Star Trek VI yet, but... Um, by by TNG, the Klingons are just kind of normal. They're in they're part. They're not part of the Federation, but they're friendly-ish. Well, yeah. For some reason, I thought they were the main. So, yeah. 
Yeah. For some reason, I thought they were the main antagonists in the beginning before, like, they kind of introduced the Borg and some of the others. But uh, no. obviously, I haven't watched it, so. TNG <laughs> doesn't have a main villain. They kind of bounce. I guess the, well, the Ferengi were, were supposed to be a main villain for TNG, but they were, they're a bit more comical. And they didn't quite catch on as a villain. Yeah, I would, I'd probably say the Romulans for a while, then the Borg. Yeah, they don't have a main villain in TNG. It's just kind of the Cardassians is more Deep Space Nine. There's um, some in TNG, but yeah, mostly Deep yeah. Space Nine. I always thought the Ferengi were a Deep Space Nine thing. Well, Quark is there, but they're not a villain. Yeah, there's a lot of good TNG episodes with Ferengis in them. Oh yeah, even in the first couple seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's how this episode ends. They decide to like, let's just laugh at this thing and it leaves, and then they're friends. I I, I guess until Paul they gives, drop them off somewhere. Or gives Kirk a massive slap on the back, and that's it. <laughs> right. He almost like falls over. <laughs> it's like what the hell. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I enjoyed the premise of this one. I like, or at least that they are fighting and they kind of have to work together against a common enemy. I like that we see a bit more of the Klingons. It, it expands them a bit more, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know, just the makeup is just, is distracting and what they did. And, and, but you know, what's funny too, is that when people who complain about canon stuff is that like, if the biggest plot hole in all of Star Trek is probably the Klingons. And I know it's just like, it's actual production value and what they could do, but like the the look of of the Klingons has varied in every single series. Oh yeah, I mean even even compare next generation Klingons with Discovery Klingons. No, oh, yeah. Holy crap, it's just a different level. Well, even the TOS films, they they have a ridge, but it's not as not as it's just not as big. Yeah. yeah, it's not quite TNG. Like it's like this transitional period thing. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, you can't have every race looking like they're some variation of human. So, yeah, I, I've always been fine with the the whole Klingon thing and Romulan, even yeah. um, the way that's changed over time. But yeah. yeah, I've never cared about it. I just chalked it up to the show. I've it's never been a big issue for me either. Yeah, so it's just like eh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, well that wraps up that one. Any Phil parting thoughts on Day of the the Dove? No, I mean it was fine. It was kind of I I was okay with the majority of it. The fight scenes and everything kind of drug out a bit, and it took them a while to figure out what was going on. Um, that kind of slowed stuff down for me, but overall it was fine. Yeah. Okay. David. Yeah, this one, I like I said, I liked what it was trying to do. I can see what it was trying to do, but it's easily uh, four. I put this at a four. You wonder so that this, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I know. I, th- I believe that you rated Spectre of the Gun as a five, and this one's a four. Was it, was it a five or a 5.5? 5. Well, Spectre was of the Gun a was a five, okay. and this one was a four. Okay. Now, I know we've discussed this, and it, it kind of varies by what keeps your attention and all that. Why is this one a four as opposed to Spectre of the Gun a five? You got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that is a big part of it. Spectre of the Gun, as 
more weird as it was, kept my attention probably part of it is because it was so weird. Um, <laughs> like, I felt like they followed the logic train a little bit but be- a little bit better in the last one than they did in this one instead of ignoring, like, real obvious stuff. And this one was a lot of repetition. It was, hey, we're going to do this. Oh, bring, things changed. Okay, we're going to be angry again. Okay. <laughs> Here's something else. Bring things changed. Okay, we're going to be angry again. And it was kind of an hour of that. And then, like you said, with no resolution or wrap up. Mm. At least the other one was kind of like, oh, wait, are we really in the past? No, we're not really in the past. Okay, well, it seems like we can die. And then, like, on through. No. The way that they figure out that everything isn't real is obviously crap in that one. But it had a higher concept that they were going for. This one was just literally the Rage Vampire. Like, that's the alternate title I have for it. the Rage Vampire. <laughs> okay. And I so I I they're both not great, but this one I thought was just a little under the other one. <laughs> if I had to pick one to watch again, it would be Spectre of the Gun. Okay. All right then. I'm I'm just always curious what yeah, how the, the thought process behind this. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. What's the what's the rating for the Devil Meter? I, I, I'm always curious. Uh, All right. Fair enough. Um. Anything else on this one? I'm trying to think. No? Not really. I mean, neither of these episodes really had good, like, extra facts and stuff, too. There's no real good quotables in them. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with you that the title that they chose is terrible. Any alternate title I came up with was going to be better than <laughs> Day of the Dove. Yeah, it doesn't give you... An- Ugh, the titles are horrible. Yeah, I'm yeah. just... I like I get like like I think they were trying to go for like a you know like a reference to literature or a phil- or like a philosophical reference, but it doesn't say anything about the episode. Like this, there's no I mean, Day of the Dove because like it's about a peace, making peace with your enemies, maybe. Yeah. Sure. I also that, do that wonder that sounds just as good why... as about anything else you can come up with. <laughs> I do I wonder why so many people writing bad guys like to use the word or the name Kang? Because this is easily the third or fourth Kang that I know of from comic books and other stuff going back, like, for some reason. Wasn't Kang the Ninja Turtles? Krang is what Krang. you're thinking. Krang. Oh, oh, oh. Was the brain inside the big robot body. <laughs> brain, yeah. K- Kang. Kang the Conqueror in Marvel Comics Kang was one, and he's a time traveler who keeps doubling back on himself. Wasn't like, Kang there's... one of the aliens in Simpsons? <laughs> probably like it I, i'm just kind of curious i i i know it's popped Maybe. up a bunch of times and i'm like i wonder what probably. everybody's heart on is for this name as like a bad cool. guy mm. i guess mm-hmm. it sounds cool i don't know sure it is kind of a conqueror type name kang well it's good but, the the good uh, alliteration kang the conqueror uh, yeah. for sure yeah all right that's it for that one um yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was Basically. episode seven. Yeah. There's what twenty four in this season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It it cracks Ruined me up. Ruined my night. Huh? It cracks me up when you do that. When you're like, ugh, it just it just makes me laugh every time. I don't know why. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. Well, I think we're good on that one. Um. I guess Dave, do our spiel. All right, and check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all our social medias as well as the ability to send us emails or a chat message, stuff like that. And there is more coming on there soon. Check in every so often to see when that happens. 
Uh, and over, if you're listening to this, you are found somewhere that pods are casted, and we would love for you to go there and give us a five-star rating and review so we could read it out on the air, because we would love to do that. It'd be great. Oh, someone did give us a – we're up to ten ratings on U- on uh, uh, iTunes. We had nine before. We have, we have ten now. YouTube would be surprising. We're not on YouTube. Oh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm like three drinks deep, man. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's been a rough do we have one? Do we have one to read out? Let's see if we've got this. No, it's not a – they did not write a review. It's just a rating. Uh, they, but they gave us five stars, so all right. I'll, okay. I'll awesome. take that. But that's true. They only did half of what I asked, but that's fine. Hey, they gave us five stars. You, you shut did. your mouth. Yeah, thanks whoever did that. You shut your dirty whole mouth. That's right. <laughs> Okay. I know. Um. Yeah. No. Check us out. Oh, I. Shit. I totally forgot. Um. I. Okay. So I know this isn't coming out for a couple weeks from when when we record it, but I posted a video. I got our triple. Oh right. My triple. Science science division game through. Our science division triple. It is fantastic. He's adorable. Um. Let me grab him real quick so that you guys can see. So my co-host can see, not you people listening. So you guys talk for a sec. Uh oh. So what do you think he named it? Oh, it's gotta be horrible. No, I don't know. <laughs> I think he should have gone with the one I said. But uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? Huh? What? Hey Jeff. What? Hey, look, that's All a right. nice toupee you got there. So that's our triple. <laughs> um, Are you gonna name it Trump? <laughs> oh, no, because I want to enjoy my triple. Oh. I was gonna say you could light <laughs> it on fire when you get pissed off. But... I still oh, I think you should go with the name I said. Which I didn't hear it. What is it? Oh no! But I, I told you over text because you asked what you should name it. Oh, I wasn't I, paying attention. You should name it Coochie. No, <laughs> that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> that's not happening. Uh, so, any recommendations as far as names for the triple? I am open to it, but he is adorable. I love him. Yeah. He's cuddly. How do you know it's a he? Aren't they all? Born pregnant? Wouldn't they be she's? Don't don't you assign a gender to it? Or is a triple like a seahorse? The man gives or the male gives birth. I don't know. I'm you know what I'm gonna go with a he because I'm this is my man apartment. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I got that. So go check out Science Division. They have cool tribbles and he's adorable. Yay. Can you make it? Can you make it trill and stuff like that? Oh, I gotta turn it on. Hold oh. on. Oh, the horror. It's like oh, horror. that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, we're just, uh, we are padding our episode now. Hey, Tribble, this is Phil. Aww. Oh, it likes Phil. Damn Hold right. on. Uh, Hold uh-oh. on. <laughs> Hold on. Tribble, this is David. Nope, nope. Ah. Oh, it likes me. You can't take it back. No, it doesn't. Oh no, hold on. (laughs) That's that's for Phil. This is for David. Okay, I lied. My (laughs) apparently I cannot control the settings. It is indifferent to me apparently, or it trills. It likes me. There we go. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Um, no, but I was very excited. So he, he is adorable and very soft. Um, so if you guys can think of a name or if any of our listeners can think of a name, I am open to it. Um, but I also reserve the right to say no. So there's that. 
Uh, all right. On that note, I think we're good on this one. Then we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Later, guys. <laughs>